the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Why? Because the people obeyed the voice of the Lord. And what is the obedience? The obedience is that they started to walk in the house of God. They started to take the house of God like their own house. They had forsaken the house of God before. They had forsaken the things of God before. But now they turned around and started to walk in the house of God. To contribute to the house of God. Their time, their effort, their sweat, their money, their energy. They began to deposit, to make deposits so to say. They began to contribute to the house of God like David David said, I will not go to rest in my house until I find a place for the Ark of the Covenant. Desire to build the house of God. David desired to build the house of God. That was even a physical house. He had been building the house of God, the people of God, ever before that time. Ever before he said he was going to build a physical house, he had been building the people of God right from his youth. And the Lord had blessed him. When the people came back, from bondage, from captivity, when they came back to the land, to Jerusalem, they decided to focus on their own houses, or on their own things, on their own businesses, on their own family, on their own thing, their own desires. And everybody deserted, abandoned the house of God. The house of God was in ruins. And the Lord said, you see, you're trying to pursue your own life, to pursue your own thing, to do your own thing, that you are not making much success. You are not having enough reward for what you're doing. You're not having enough success, enough prosperity from what you're doing. In fact, I personally reduce your success. I personally blow upon your harvest. And the Lord warned them and said, consider your ways, consider your ways, consider your ways. Turn to me, turn to my house. If you will build the house of God, if you will build my house, if you will contribute to my kingdom, if you will desire in what I desire in, I will bless you. And the people turned around. The people obeyed the voice of the Lord and they started to build in the house of God. And even when they came together, the Lord said to them, look at the house, look at the house. 
there was no physical house there but at the foundation the lord said look at the foundation look at the house how is it to you is this anything compared to the one that was before because the people were thinking that oh we are not so many oh it's not so it's not it's not many of us how are we going to build this house and beside that we don't have silver and gold how are we going to build the house of God? The house of God requires a lot of people and the house of God requires a lot of money. How are we going to do it? They were so discouraged. The Lord could see into their heart, into their heart that they were discouraged. Considering their means, considering the silver and the gold that they had, considering their number, and considering their own strength. And they said, how are we going to do it? What are we going to build? And the Lord said, I will be with you. I am with you. Silver is mine. Gold is mine. The glory of this house shall be greater than the one that was before. Amen. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at the circumstances. Don't look at your pockets. Look at me and build in the house. And whatever it is you need, I will supply. For silver is mine. Gold is mine. Strength is mine. Power is mine. Energy is mine. Depend on me. Once you begin to build in the house of God... I will bless you. Amen. This is the word of the Lord to us that if we will focus, if we concentrate our energy, our effort, our pursuit on God, he will bless us. In fact, he will take us beyond the limits we can take ourselves. He will do amazing work in us. Because the Lord indeed has called us to greatness. The Lord has called us unto himself and he's not a small God. He is not a small God. When he called Abraham, he called him to greatness. Amen. When God called Abraham, he called him to greatness. When God called David, he called him to greatness. When God called Jacob, he called him to greatness. The Lord is calling you as called us to greatness. Because he's a great God. He's not a small God. He's not a cheap God. Is a great God. Is the owner of everything. And I want to say to you, my brothers and sisters, expect great things from the Lord. Expect great things from the Lord. Expect great things from the Lord. Believe God for great things. Believe God for great things. Because your God is not a small God. And you are not coming to him because of the things. You are coming to him because of him. Because of his face. Because you want to know him. And as you see his face... He will give you his hand in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, O God. We ask, O Lord, that you open our eyes, O Lord, our ears to hear. O Lord, hallelujah. Mm. We all with open face, beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord. May we be changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. For the word of God is alive and powerful sharper than any two exhort piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of bones and marrow of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that by your word, by the sharpness of your word, yes, O oh Lord, by the power of your word, you will bless us. You will bless us. You will change our lives. You will transform our lives. You will make us to be more like you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord has been speaking to us on prescriptions for divine progress. 
But, of course, the umbrella topic, divine progress in his presence, has been on for some time. So, the umbrella topic is divine progress in his presence. And uh, this subtopic, prescriptions for divine progress, the Lord started speaking to us uh, last week. Today, we're going to emphasize, you know, to underscore and uh, repeat the prescriptions from last week. We're going to emphasize them and repeat and uh, underscore them because we know that repetition, emphasis, and all of that, uh, you know, make for good memory, make for, you know, make, make, um, uh, make us to remember better. Hallelujah. So, divine progress in his present prescriptions for divine progress. The prescriptions for divine progress. Our text, Agai 1, 1 to end and uh, chapter 2, 1 to 19. Our scripture prayer prompters, Colossians 1, 9 to 12 and 1 Thessalonians 3, 12 to 13. Then we have a new one. But let's look at Colossians 1, 9 to 12 uh, quickly. This is, um, you know, this, this prayer uh, gives us a description of uh, what divine progress should look like. And this should be our prayer. In fact, this is the kind of prayer, you know, I encourage you to pray. Actually, many of these prayers, all of these prayers, you know, um, when I was a, a young Christian, I used to pray them a lot. I still pray them, but uh, these prayers I prayed and by praying them, I committed them to memory. I was able to memorize them. I was able to commit them to memory. And uh, I desire that you will do the same. If you will do that, the Lord will increase you by leaps and bounds in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Colossians 1, 9-12 says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled. So, we're going to pray that we may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Can you actually personalize that? That I may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Can we do it together? That I may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that I may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joy. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified me to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Amen. This gives us you know, a description of what divine progress is. Divine progress is fully pleasing God. Divine progress is being fruitful, being fruitful in every good work. That's divine progress. Divine progress is increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing the knowledge of God. Not knowledge that puffs up. Amen. Not knowledge that puffs up. Amen. We don't want knowledge that makes our head swell, that makes us prideful. We want love. It says uh, the knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. You know, so that's what we want. Strengthen with all might. That's divine progress. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. But you see, that kind of strength and glorious power actually makes you more patient, makes you to be more patient. And you go from patience to long suffering and with joy. You know, this power, this might doesn't make you, you know, to be quick or to be impatient. 
It makes you to be gentle. It makes you to be good, to be kind, to be loving, to be caring. It makes you to be patient. Wow. That's, that's divine progress. Now let's look at the second prayer. 1 Thessalonians 3, 12 to 13. We're going to personalize it. And may the Lord make me increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we do toward you. And may the Lord make me increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we do toward you, so that he may establish my heart blameless in holiness, that he may establish my heart blameless in holiness before our God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I love the, that first uh, line there that says, make you increase and abound. And I used to like say, okay, increase and abound. What's the difference between the two? What's the difference between increase and abound? And I see that increase is different from abound. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you can, you can, you can increase and you are still small and you are still few. But abound, that the word abound means plentiful. Amen. It means plentiful. It means, you know, flourishing. You see, you can increase from 1 to 1.5. Or you can abound and it's 10. Amen. Abound is 10. Increase is uh, 1 to 1.5. No. So we want to increase and abound. Amen. Meaning we want to have much increase. Much more increase. That is abounding, abounding, flourishing, plentiful, fruitful. That's what we want. Bumper harvest. Amen. We want to increase and abound, not just increase. We want to have not just progress, but strides. Amen. Strides. That's what we want to have. We want to take long steps in a specified direction. Strides. Not just progress. Not just to move a little bit. Not just to move a little bit. We want to have strides. We only will take long steps in a specified direction. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.